It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll introduce my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It's going to be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I typically do this every single week. And before I forget, this episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. Try it free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. It's no secret that things are very tough right now, and I'll be the first to admit that I didn't have my game week, my A game all the time last week. But I will let you know that there are three things that I think will help all of us, and I thought of those today, in fact. Number one, when facing a crisis, I would say be thankful for what you do have. Without gratitude for what you have, it's impossible to attract what you really want. Jack Canfield and I discussed that when he was on my show a few years ago, and we spent quite a bit of time talking about the law of attraction. The second thing I would say is to give yourself something look, to look forward to. There's something to be said for having hope. When I was in the hospital a few years ago, one thing that kept me going was to make a list of things that I wanted to experience again when I got out of the hospital. And when I did get out, it brightened my day more than once, just thinking about all the things that I wanted to look forward to. And the final piece of advice I would give is to find a need and fill it. When you're focused on helping others, it comes back to you in ways that you may never know. If you have connections or resources to help others, why not do it? I find that this lifts my mood every single time. And if I'm not in a position to help someone, why not connect them to somebody who can? It's just good karma coming back around in your direction in unexpected ways. Those are my three things to think about today. If you need to pick me up, once again, those three things are be thankful, give yourself something to look forward to, find a need, and fill it. It will make such a huge difference in your day. So with all this in mind, I would love to introduce my guest. And before I forget, I do have a book that came out a few months ago. It's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2, featuring Kevin Harrington, Dan Locke, Chris Powell, and many, many more. These are people who have been on my show, and they brought so much. You can't go wrong. Get it on Amazon. It's 99 cents for the Kindle version. You can't even shake a stick at that. Go ahead and get that. It would mean a lot if you would do that. So my guest this week is Josh Elledge. Let me tell you about him. Josh Elledge is a U.S. Navy veteran who became a serial entrepreneur who builds the companies that he needs most in the world. In 2014, he launched Up My Influence to help entrepreneurs like himself attract the perfect audiences and grow their brands without the crazy costs and contracts associated with traditional PR companies. His company was the natural outgrowth of his first startup, which was called Saving Angel, SavingsAngel.com, which had grown to more than 50 employees and grossed more than $6 million in sales with less than $500 in advertising spent. He did all of this through building authority and serving audiences in the media. 
Josh is a frequent speaker at business and startup conferences, including Social Media Marketing World and a Tony Robbins event for his business master grads. He's a weekly consumer expert on Fox 35 Orlando and News 13. He writes a syndicated column for nine newspapers with a total readership above 1.1 million readers and regularly appears on more than 75 TV stations across the country. All told, he's appeared in the media more than 2,000 times. So I'm sure you can guess what we're going to spend a good amount of time talking about today. So here we are with my very special guest, Josh Elledge. Josh, how are you today? Awesome. Brian, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. Quite a time we're going through now, huh? Yeah, it is. You know, gosh, you know, and I honestly, Brian, I would feel irresponsible. I mean, I love sharing value on like getting PR and that sort of thing. You know, right now, if you are not taking action and you are not pivoting in a way that is uh, relevant to what what folks are going through, I think you're really missing the ball. I was just commenting this morning about how tone deaf so many marketers look while their ads that have just been continuing to run on Facebook. It, man, there are just so many marketers that are just, their messaging is look, looking really irresponsible right now. And uh, consumers don't like it. I've been a consumer expert for 13 years. And I got to tell you, it, it's it's time to adjust yeah, I mean, you can't pretend it's not happening. <laughs> you can't. You can't. And, you know, it's interesting. You know, people are losing their jobs. People um, face, you know, foreclosures. And thankfully, there are places out there that will defer payments if you ask for it. Yep. And there are people who are willing to help. But you've got to meet people right where they are. That's how you win, isn't it? It is. Um, and so this is, you know, all about knowing your audience. So as a, as a speaker, you know, I'm going to present a different message based on what's going on in the room. And if you don't do that, then I just, again, I think you're going to be fairly short lived as a, uh, as a teacher, if you don't know what's going on in the hearts and minds of the people that are giving you their attention. Absolutely. So let's talk about your background. Let's talk about how you got to where you are now. Then we'll talk about where you are now and what we're doing. And we'll talk about PR and we'll talk about savings angel and we'll talk about so much else today. So did you envision earlier in life that you would be where you are now? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, and, and in fact, you know, uh, you know, my biggest thing uh, that I wanted to do is I just wanted to be able to help people on a grand scale. And so when I say yes, yes, I did, um, Brian, it's because I failed in business six times and I kept doing it over and over and over again. And, you know, I was in business for myself during 9-11 and 9-11 impacted a lot of business owners. Uh, I was in business during the great uh, or not the Great Recession, but you know the previous recession, 2008, and because of that, we were able to grow a company into a seven-figure-year company because we developed a product that would help people uh, grow and and bounce out of a bad situation. And so similarly, here we are again today, and we have a product and service that is specifically designed to help people uh, thrive, independent of. Uh, what the economic forces may be. And, and this, I believe, just like, you know, we talk about the pre 9-11 world and the post 9-11 world, kind of pre-recession, post-recession world. Uh, we're going to have a, you know, pre and, and post coronavirus world. And I think that there are going to be so many changes. And as a business owner, if you think that it's just business as usual and that consumers are going to behave exactly the same way, uh, you know, three months from now as they did three months previous, um, I don't. I just don't think you understand how consumer behavior works. Absolutely. So, what are some of the best lessons you learned from the last recession that allowed you to take several different business failures or pivots, whatever you'd like to call mm -hmm. it, and then building a seven-figure company after that? 
So I happened to be uh, financially struggling uh, a, a couple of years before the regular recession. And because of that, I got really, really good at saving money on things. And I really just developed almost a, I mean, a real passion for it because it all stemmed from me wanting to uh, cut my grocery bill in half. And so I just started researching all the experts and found that there was two ways you could do that. You could either grow your own food or you could learn to take advantage of every discount available to you. And I'm talking about sales, coupons, rebates, all those sorts of things. Uh, and I just became masterful of that, developed a system, turned it into a membership-based website, charged folks $5 a week. And as a result of that, we built a seven or a six-figure-a-month company just from those little $5 a week things. And as a result, you know, people would give me $5 a week. I would help them cut their grocery bill by three, $400 a month or more. So I, it was... A great honor to do that. And, you know, kind of my big claim to fame, Brian, is that I did not spend, I mean, it was definitely less than a couple hundred dollars uh, on advertising. I mean, I just didn't advertise. So all of that growth was from two things. It was from getting in the media. And then I also got really good at uh, attracting high influence uh, affiliates. And and those are two things, by the way, now with my new company, not new, it's six years old, <laughs> mm-hmm, right. uh, my influence. Uh, those are the things that we do. We build B2B sales systems for our clients. We can fill a schedule with 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 sales appointments. It's just not that hard. And the way you do that is going to be kind of the theme of what I think we're going to talk about today. And that is, is, you know, is, is being generous, giving first. And if you have a give first mentality, Bob Berg will talk about, you know, being a go giver. Yep. Uh, that is exactly what is working today. Um, you know, so the old school sales tricks and the sales funnels and all that other jazz. Yeah. Good luck with that. I can tell you that's not working real well right now. Uh, but you know what is good? Doubling down on investing in relationships. And whether your goal right now is just to keep your current clients active with you, or uh, you want to keep the ball rolling on people that are in your pipeline, or you want to keep the ball rolling uh, with potential new relationships with clients and customers, now is the time to start giving and just start because I'll tell you what, people are going to remember that, but you have to, you just got to act with, uh, you know, with their needs in mind first and you'll get taken care of in the long run. Absolutely. We've got a couple of minutes until our first break. I want to ask Josh, what was your first year in business like? I mean, starting a company can be very daunting if you don't know what you're doing or if you've never done it before. You know, with Savings Angel, which is actually my seventh business venture, when I started it, Brian, I had no money. I couldn't even, you know, here I was. I'd been through bankruptcy. I'd lost two houses, one in a foreclosure, one in a short sale. And here I was again at the beginning of Savings Angel, and I couldn't even pay my utility bill. And I felt like a loser Mm-hmm. As a man, I felt like a loser as a husband and as a dad. And I went to a local radio station. It was a local Christian broadcaster. And uh, I just asked if I could I could do a segment with them. And I said, here's the value I can bring. Um, you know, I, I, I think I can make it entertaining and enjoyable for the audience. And they said, sure, we'll try it out. And uh, so I did the segment, had an offer. Uh, which we didn't really, you know, I didn't really need to go into the offer a whole lot other than, you know, here's, here's what we are. And if you want a lot of other results like this, here you go. And, uh, but as a result of that, Brian, I made enough to pay my utility bill on that one snowy Tuesday morning, uh, up in Western Michigan. And, uh, from then on, I was hooked. That is absolutely fantastic. So we got about a minute to the break. What is your big why? 
Uh, I absolutely believe that everybody has a message that can positively impact the world. I have an innate sense of fairness. I don't think that some people should get all the fame and glory when other people are actually providing far better products and services, but yet for some reason, they don't get celebrated. My job is to help them go from invisible to getting them seen and celebrated. And after the break, we're going to talk about exactly how to do that. Awesome. We're going to be coming back shortly. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Josh Elledge, and we will talk about how we started Savings Angel, and we'll talk about the keys to generating revenue to business, how to know when to hire, how you decide on hiring versus outsourcing, the best place to find employees, the importance of asking great questions, and how to distinguish those businesses who thrive versus those who are just fighting to survive. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Josh Elledge, and we're talking about Savings Angel, and we will talk later in the show about how to get PR, how to do it, how not to do it, and all things entailed with that. So if you have not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, please do that and share this with a friend. If you enjoy the show, share this with a friend. Encourage them to listen to lots of great learning going on. If you are interested in personal development or business, Every guest I have will talk about some topic relating to that and how we can become world-class achievers ourselves. So, Josh, I would love to ask, because one of the elements of being a great achiever is having a mentor. So how important is that, and what is some of the best advice you've ever received from one of your mentors? Uh, well, I, I've been surrounded by mentors my whole life, and they've been in books, they've been in audio, they've been in, um, you know, just everywhere that I could possibly get. You know, one of my favorite quotes of all time is um, is Abraham Lincoln, who said, you know, that a man or woman is about just as happy is about just is just about as happy as they make up their mind to be. So I, I'm a very existentialist person, and that's easier said than done other times. And so when we're going through a difficult time right now. I can tell you that your emotions are generally going to follow your focus. It is so easy to focus on scary news right now. It's, it is. It's kind of frightening out there. It's, it's very different for all of us. Now, I live in Orlando, Florida right now, and you know, one thing that Floridians have to deal with every, just about every single year are hurricanes. Mm -hmm. And so if you follow the hurricane coverage uh, and you follow it nonstop, 
you will put yourself in a panic, guaranteed, uh, because the news media is going to talk about doom and gloom. Uh, it, it's you're going to be frightened. And it's just this anticipation. It's this worry. And instead, you know, what we learned many years ago is just like, you know, let's take action. That's that's relevant. You need to do that. Uh, but but let's focus on what is the thing that we are going to create right now. And so for my fellow leaders, my my business, my fellow business leaders and and founders and entrepreneurs, it is now time to recognize that this is our opportunity, whether or not our elected officials do their job. That's OK, because I'm going to choose to lead Anyway, right. I'm going to lead on behalf of my clients. I'm going to lead on behalf of my team and my employees. I'm going to lead on behalf of myself, and I'm going to lead on behalf of my family. And I am going to do my part to make the world better. Absolutely. And let's talk about leadership for a minute. You were in the military. Thank you for your service, first of yeah. all. And I want to know what lessons the military taught you about business and about leadership. So one thing I think you'll find pretty common around uh, folks that have served in the women or in the in the military is that you are generally forced to do uncomfortable and sometimes scary things, no matter what your job is. I mean, even if all you did like me, I, I mean, I was a journalist. I, I wasn't necessarily Brian tip of the spear, uh, but I, you know, but I did go through boot camp. Uh, you know, served in a very, um, sometimes very abrasive environment, uh, definitely had to do a lot of uncomfortable things. Uh, and, uh, as a result, uh, I learned grit. And in, in, in the military, you have a culture where there is just no room for failure. You don't throw your hands up and go, Oh, well, I tried. <laughs> right. There's just no way you don't. That's just so contrary to, um, kind of that culture that, that I spent five years with. And so you learn to get the job done no matter what. And so you develop this grit where you say, I will not be stopped. And so that probably, led to why I tried so many businesses and eventually, and so I, you know, and I share that story because I know that there's other people that are listening to us, Brian, right now that they are struggling in business or maybe they've failed a couple times and they think, oh, I guess it's just not for me. No, it's just that you haven't learned enough and you, have, you don't, you don't have enough learned knowledge, activity knowledge, teaching knowledge and modeling knowledge. You just, you haven't done enough. When you learn all the things that are required, it's, you become a master tradesman and you can start to look at things in a different light and in a different way. And you become more wise. And as a result, you become more powerful. It's not going to happen overnight. I just don't believe in that principle. Everyone's got a backstory. Uh, and so you just have to pay your dues. And when you do that enough, you will gain what it takes so that you can succeed. Fantastic. So let's talk about Savings Angels some more. We talked about what the premise of the business is. You help people save money on their grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. uh, you've talked about how you create companies based on the kind of service that you really would like to take advantage of yourself, which is really smart. Yeah. So what are the keys to generating revenue in your business? So, well, the key to generating revenue really is to, in, in today's culture, we have to understand that we are in a culture now where we're swimming in content. We're, we're living in an age of, you know, unlimited media, unlimited podcasts, unlimited YouTube. I mean, they're just, it's, you know, to put all of your 
wisdom behind a paywall, that's just not going to work today. And so I absolutely reject the notion that you are one funnel away from riches. That's just not the case. Mm. Uh, that sounds good for someone who wants to make a lot of money selling the funnels, uh, but it's just yeah. not the reality uh, today. Uh, consumers expect to be able to get to know you. So you have to make it ridiculously easy for them to spend time together. The more time you can spend with your audience, the more they're going to get to know, like, trust you. And you know what? As marketers, you just need to uh, understand that consumers are actually really smart. You don't need to trick them. You don't need to use your hypnotic copy or any of that nonsense. All you need to do is just be very authentic. But above all, Brian, Just be generous and give it away. I give away what other people charge thousands of dollars for because that's just not where we make our money. I don't I just think it's short sighted to try and make all your money selling little bits of information. Now, if you want to couple that with your personal time and your team's time and services, I just think it's far easier to make money that way uh, rather than just bogarting all of your <laughs> yeah. all of your content and just give it away. And, and, and like I said, just let people fall in love with you. Absolutely. So with times changing very suddenly in the last two or three weeks, a lot of people have to pivot. But is there also a pivot on the other side of this when when things start going really, really well again? Is there another pivot on the other side of this? I'll tell you what the pivot is. And the pivot is right now people are creating uh, creating memories. People are going to remember what you did for them today because, you know, I've been there. You've been there, Brian, I'm sure. It's yes. like we've had a, that experience when things were tough and we had that friendly, that helping hand that they came and they said, listen, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do what I can. And we never forget that. And so this is the most important pivot right now is to be more generous. Now, secondly, I, I listen, I don't think that you're going to ever need to be less generous. I think that you can keep on uh, growing. And then, you know, again, if you just give away what you had been selling previously and in the future, you'll have a bigger audience and those people will tell you what they are willing to pay. So um, just follow the market and you have to be very, very responsive to the market as well, because savings angel, I'll tell you, you know, on the on the upside, when the economy was bad, we did very well as the economy started improving. I'll be very frank with you. We didn't adjust and, and it didn't adjust as quickly because I was, uh, quite frankly, just being uh, ignorant, you know, just like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, people will come back around if we just improve this and improve this a little bit. And, and we kept making all these improvements. And it really wasn't overall um, stemming the tide of uh, of members that we were losing. And so, you know, thankfully, we finally uh, just abandoned our membership program because it wasn't uh, relevant anymore. And we just kind of survived as as a regular blog because we had a big enough audience. We were able to pivot to just working with brands and, and doing lots of good work there. Uh, but today, uh, yeah, I spend like 95% of my time without my influence. <laughs> wow, that's great. So as your company was growing, how did you decide when it was time to start hiring people? 
Oh, no, no, no. You want to hire people as soon as you can humanly afford it, in my opinion, because, you know, it's just like Michael Gerber, the e-myth, right? You got to get out of working, um, you know, in your business. You you, you got to get out of there, especially like operations, the minutia, like it, as quickly as you possibly can afford it, start hiring people. And even when you can't afford it, you know, be very thoughtful. I wouldn't make big investments, but I would make small investments, certainly getting an assistant to kind of do some of the, uh, again, more mundane work. Uh, and, you know, my goal, Brian, you know, I know not everybody wants to build a big business. Some people are just happy, you know, doing a lifestyle business. I'm not like for me, for whatever reason, it's just wired in me to have a really, really, really big impact. So I want a big team. So, you know, right now we're, you know, 25, 30 employees right now. And, uh, I, I expect to, um, you know, to double that by the end of this year. Yeah. Fantastic. And, by the way, in, by the way, a very down economy. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful because people need to get the word out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, at, at what I've seen is, um, and we could talk a little, we'll be talking more strategy on this for sure as we continue sure. our conversation. Yes. Uh, but the, I could just tell you, I'm just going to tease it up this way. There are a lot of opportunities right now if you jump on it. If you step forward, raise your hand and say, yes. I am an expert in this one thing, and this one thing happens to be really relevant right now, right? And we'll talk a little bit about newsjacking and how that works. But if you can do that thing, uh, you are going to be so wildly sought after because for a while there, couponing was really popular between 2008 and 2013. I mean, it was a great time to be an expert in uh, consumer savings uh, by using coupons. And that was me. And I was typecast. And as a result, you know, I've been in the press now over 2,000 times, uh, you know, 700 of those times on TV alone as, uh, you know, as America's savings angel. So I'm the guy who can get you a deal hookup or upgrade on anything in life. So let me ask you this. When you decide to start hiring, how do you know whether to hire someone permanently or whether to outsource piecemealing projects out? You know, I'm a big fan, Brian, of, uh, of, of, of hiring freelancers and allowing them to, you know, spend some time in the culture. And I'm totally happy bringing them more and more in house as, uh, you know, as they prove their worth. But, but I, I really like to hire people and say, listen, let's just try it out for 30 days, see how it goes. You're under no obligation to stay with us if it's not a good fit for you. Um, similarly, if I feel like this isn't a good fit on our end, uh, then, then I'll just let you know with love. Absolutely. Where are some of the best places that you have found employees? <laughs> so uh, I absolutely love my best employees all came from my personal networks. Um, now, most people that you interview are not going to be a good fit. But, right. you know, I love hiring from my personal from my my personal audience. So with Savings Angel, in fact, 100 percent of our employees were, were, were previous members. And we just kept on putting the word out. Just like, here we are expanding again. Savings Angel is hiring. <laughs> right. And every single time, you know, we just got really good at interviewing people and following our gut. And I, there's some questions that I, I frequently ask. One thing I want to know is how people spend their free time. I want to know what kind of podcast they listen to. That tells me more than where they went to college 20 years ago or whatever. 
Absolutely. And we're coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is Josh Elledge. And a little bit later in the show, we will talk about PR, media, what to do, what not to do. We'll talk about newsjacking and a lot more. If you want more exposure for your business, please stay tuned. This is Success Profiles Radio. We will be right back on the other side. We'll be back. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Josh Elledge. And if you've not picked up my most recent book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2, featuring Kevin Harrington, Chris Powell, Dan Locke, and a lot more. It's on Amazon. The Kindle version is 99 cents. Can't even beat that. So, Josh, let's ask, because now we've faced a sudden shift in the economy, what do you think will distinguish those businesses who thrive versus those who are just fighting to survive? Yeah, so I, I I think what we need to do is try to envision whatever it is that we've been doing historically and how our consumers going to adjust as a result of this experience. So obviously, look at what people are doing. Uh, you know, we're recording this. We're you know doing this program uh, when we're in the midst of kind of a shutdown, right? Where everyone's just kind of holed up, and you know we're we're self social uh, distancing, and I think. People are going to kind of get used to this a little bit. And so I think that, you know, those who provide clever ways of doing what they were doing previously are going to become the norm uh, in the years ahead. Also, I think that people who uh, lost out big time. Uh, maybe they were too invested in, in one sort of way of doing things. And so as a result, they really lost their shirt. 
uh, good luck. I don't think that I think that that is going to be an industry or space that is going to be forever scarred, or at least in our lifetime, I think it's going to be scarred. And so what that means is, uh, what are you doing? You know, I have a really good friend of mine that runs a very large, very successful event. And, uh, you know, we had some really good strategy sessions talking about what are what is the future of events? And uh, if you are to thrive, uh, what kind of event are you going to do? And and again, I think the future is, you know, how can we mimic uh, some of these experiences in a digital, uh, you know, interconnected world over the web? And that is um, that's where the opportunity is. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think are some of the best ways to grow your business right now? So I am a huge fan of a few things, and those are authority. I'm a big fan of developing influence and then I'm a huge fan of having an accessible, you know, generous brand. And I've been talking about that. If you do these three things, you are going to be future proof because, uh, Brian, I- imagine if I were to wave my magic wand and everybody who is listening to the sound of our voice right now instantly received 10 times the authority in their industry than they had previously. Imagine how their lives would change. Imagine what would happen to their sales. Imagine what would happen to uh, inbound opportunities, conversion rates, um, speaking opportunities, invitations to partner, collaborate, social media engagement. Every single metric in your business would improve. So Mm -hmm. how do you get authority? Well, a lot of it comes down to people are going to follow your lead. And so whatever it is that you're communicating online, people are going to kind of look at that and go, okay, if you say so, so they're going to agree with you. And so think of it this way. If you were a speaker and you had no speaker kit on your website, well, what does that communicate? It probably communicates that you're kind of new at this. And so therefore you probably aren't going to be able to charge, you know, 10, $20,000 per engagement as, you know, well, you know, ask yourself the other question. If you were looking at a speaker's website and you knew for a fact that they were earning 20 grand per engagement, what kind of speaker kit do you, would you imagine that they would have? So the idea here is that we want to brand ourselves as the person we truly are and the person that we are becoming. You're not going to lie. You're not going to, you know, overstate things. You don't need to. It's about lowering the digital barrier. The easier you make it for people to get to know you, the, and, and, and again, if you honor yourself in a certain way, then people are going to just accept what it is that you share. It's like online dating. So yeah. if you have a horrible profile, guess what? You're not going to get many dates. Um, no. If you have a really great profile, then you're going to get lots of dates. And so we just want to have really great profiles, like things like having a really great profile image, having a great LinkedIn profile, having a, you know, having a professionally designed website. This stuff's not going to get done overnight, no. but just tackle it piece by piece. You'll get there. Absolutely. And so I want to ask about the con- the importance of continuing to invest in your business versus sitting on the sidelines and even contracting. There's a lot of that going on now. Yeah. What, what do you say about that? Well, so first off, listen, if you are part of a business and your industry uh, or your area is significantly impacted 
by COVID-19. The SBA, uh, with whom I have a lot of experience with, it's a great program. Uh, the SBA has disaster, disaster relief funds available to you. Yes. You can apply for that and you can get that. Um, also, many uh, states are kicking in um, interest-free bridge loans. I know Florida is. There are a lot of other states that are doing likewise. If you qualify for that, go for it. Now, I, that's you know, kind of specifically talking about financial. Um, I'm a big fan, I'll be honest, of, of using capital because I like growth. And if I look at the typical rates of, again, if you do this well, you're doing some business adulting, you should be able to qualify for great at, at a certain point in business, not on day one necessarily. It's going to be a lot harder then. But if you've been in business for a few years, you got a good track record of income and you can get an SBA loan on a 10 year note at, uh, you know, like six per seven percent or something like that. Do you think you can out earn in growth a six or seven percent interest loan? And especially you got 10 years to pay on it. Well, mm-hmm. it's kind of a no brainer. Right. Um, you know, most businesses can. I can. So, uh, you know, yeah, we, we got $75,000 worth of SBA funding a year and a half ago, and it's allowed us to build in this past year and a half has been remarkable because we were able to finally invest in the things that we've been wanting to do for some time. That's fantastic. So here we are at the magic moment. Let's talk about getting PR. Tell us what your, your company is called, how you decided to start this, and, and how you've gotten in the media so many times. Yeah. So, you know, for, you know, how I got in the media is I just offered to be helpful. So I reached out to a local radio station and said, listen, you know, I'd, I'd love to appear on your station, but I don't have any budget, but here's what I can do. Um, you know, and I asked several different outlets, not all of them said yes, but one of them showed mercy on me. <laughs> and, uh, so I started, I did the radio segment and it wasn't great, but it was good enough that they invited me back again and, uh, and again and again and again and again. And then it turned into syndicated radio. Uh, newspaper. I started writing a small town newspaper column. Uh, well, small town Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, and then from there, it turned into a syndicated newspaper column. And I've been doing that for almost 12 years now. And then TV. I went to Kalamazoo, Michigan, did my first TV segment on WWMT, uh, and then uh, got to do uh, Channel 8 up in uh, Grand Rapids. And then about 11 years ago, my family and I moved to Orlando, Florida. And uh, so I started doing a TV segment here at Fox 35, uh, News 13, and WKMG, all told, I've done over, over 700 TV segments alone. It's just, it's just something that I've really like. I wanted to get good at it, uh, and so I just kind of kept at it over and over again. I'm, I'm going to tell you, Brian, that again at the beginning, I, I was not good. Like most people who podcast, go back and listen to their first few podcasts. They're horrible. Tim Ferriss's first podcasts were abysmal. <laughs> they were. Yeah. I was listening to him because I liked Tim Ferriss. I'm like, oh my gosh, ooh, this is embarrassing. Uh, yeah. But he, you know, he got better. He kept at right. it. And so that's like that with everything. And right. so that's that's how I developed uh, all of my media experience and uh, just got really good at pitching, knowing what the media was after. And I always err on the side of caution in terms of I am just really hesitant to pitch. Uh, I just don't think that it's appropriate. I don't don't think audiences like that. Media definitely don't like it. And you don't need to do it. Instead, you could just tell stories about what it is that you do. And people, you know, again, just trust that audiences are smart. If, right. if someone really likes what I've been sharing in this conversation, well, it's not hard for them to figure out who I am and where I am. I promise if you search for Josh Elledge, you will find me. <laughs> Absolutely. I made it easy for you. <laughs> there you go. And something else that you 
said, and I, 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 want, I don't want people to miss this, you started locally. You're not going to get on the big media uh-huh. outlets right away. They want evidence that you That's can right. actually sound intelligent in a smaller market first. Yes. Uh, do not be audacious, please. Come on. It's like you go into Hollywood, you know, you're a, you know, a young, uh, you know, you got stars in your eyes and you show up in town, you bang on the front door of uh, Paramount Studios or whatever studio. Right. And you say, I want you to put me in your starring role in your next big budget film. Yeah. Good luck with that. Right. You can get there. But it's just going to take you some time and you got to prove yourself. It's the same thing in media. You can work your way up. I've done national stuff. I've done major market stuff. It's a lot of fun, but I did not get there day one. I had to do, you know, I had to do like 20 local segments before I was able to go up to Chicago, go into Chicago and do Chicago media because they wanted to make sure that I could prove myself. Right. Absolutely. And do they go back and watch and listen to some of your stuff on other shows before they decide whether to bring you on theirs or not? I work with a lot of producers and I will tell you that it is mandatory. If you want to be on TV, you better make it real easy for people to see, for journalists, producers to see you doing video and you doing a good job at video. So if you're not that good at video, you got to keep practicing, keep doing your live streams, keep doing your social media, keep doing your YouTube stuff and just keep on producing content. You're going to stink at first. That's okay. You keep at it and you get better and you work your way up. Absolutely. So what are some of the common myths surrounding the PR industry and getting PR. Yeah, well, you know, I can tell you one of the biggest myths that I see very commonly is people overvalue the visibility and they undervalue the authority. This is really common. And so what this means is some people say, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be on Brian K. Wright's show. Well, Brian, you have an amazing audience. But quite honestly, your audience is just kind of getting to know me for the first time. They love you a lot more than they love me. (laughs) And so I may as well just acknowledge that. Now, listen, when I have the opportunity to share this with my audience, I'm going to get far more value out of that. And so if anyone listening to this conversation ever has the opportunity to be a guest on a podcast, and by the way, I'd love to have as a guest on our podcast, uh, then there's, uh, you know, you will get far more value by sharing that with your own audience than you will out of that uh, existing platform. It's just the way that it is. Absolutely. Um, Yep, those people will drip into the top of your funnel. You'll get a handful of people that'll, all right, okay, I'll check out this Josh guy. Uh, But they're probably not going to take action for a little while until they've had a chance to get to know you a little bit more. Absolutely. So we've got less than a minute to go before our break. Maybe one or two of the biggest mistakes people make when they try and approach media. Well, I can tell you, number one by a mile, because I see it all the time, because as a journalist, as a syndicated newspaper columnist now for over uh, 11, 12 years, uh, I get pitches almost every day, and they are almost always very self-promotional. Marketers, take off your darn sales hat, put it on a shelf, and just serve audiences, and you'll get in, and you know what? Maybe eventually you get some great business out of it, but serve first. That's huge. Serve first. We're having such a great time. I cannot believe this is our final break. What a great show. We're coming right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away.
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Josh Elledge, and we're talking about PR. So, Josh, I would love to ask you about case studies of some of your most successful clients. You huh. you get f- people five to 15 media appearances a month. So I'd love to hear maybe one or two of your favorite success stories that you've worked with. Man, if there, I tell you, the PR industry right now is collapsing because so many, unfortunately, of the traditional PR uh, firms are, are just doing things in an old school way where they're just selling and selling and selling. Well, I'm telling you that journalists and influencers don't want to be sold to. And right. so it, it's just not working as well. So our approach has been in reverse and that's why we're thriving right now. And I got to tell you, Eve, especially now with the coronavirus thing, oh man, it's a bloodbath. And I feel so badly, you know, for many of these PR professionals, um, they're losing all their clients because uh, they're just, you know, their, their clients are not seeing their results. So here's what we do. Um, instead of pitching and trying to sell our clients, what we generally will do is we've built up a huge network of journalists that uh, come to us directly or, you know, we use some agency level tools as well. And they let us know or we have our ear to the track and we see what they're working on. And so uh, when they say, hey, Josh, do you have anybody who knows, who's an expert in, you know, how to pivot in the real estate market, how to pivot? Uh, you know, what should you be doing with your 401k right now? Uh, you know, what um, what can you do with your business? You know, if you unfortunately had to lay people off or, you know, it's like all we have experts with all those things. And so all we simply do is we'll end up getting anywhere from 50 to 150 uh, opportunities a day uh, that we see journalists and other content producers working on. And so all we do is match them up with people that are our clients. And so uh, we've had clients get as many as 55 media placements in a single month. And 
we charge one fourth what a normal PR firm charges. Wow. So that's one reason we've been able to grow so quickly yeah. <laughs> is we're just a far better deal. And um, we do get a lot of SEO gurus that will send people our way as well because we, um, you know, Google really loves those backlinks that you can't buy or you can't fake, which is why I'm not a big fan of press releases. I, they have a purpose, but I just, I got no one's going to see them. Google's really not going to give you much uh, value from it. So I, I largely think it's kind of a waste of money. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm a big fan of, again, our approach is, you know, the journalists really see us as a valuable service because we're just helping them. And I've got a big team of journalists, and they, we just kind of work in between our client and the uh, the regular journalists, and we just make the journalist job really easy, and our client gets the win because they get to be talked about. Um, yeah, matter of fact, on on. Sunday, Monday, we just had a client get 42 media placements in one weekend. Uh, And again, it's because right now, if you are not newsjacking and you are not paying attention to what's going on in the news and seeing what journalists are looking for, and you keep on just trying to sell whatever your message is because you think that's how you're going to get sales, yeah, good luck with that. It's not going to work out so well. So instead, try to make other people's lives better and you'll be rewarded. Great. So you mentioned newsjacking. Tell us briefly what that is for those who maybe aren't quite sure. They think they know, but maybe don't quite know for sure. Yeah, David Meerman Scott has become a friend of mine. I'm a big fan of, actually. Uh, I really just appreciate the work that he did long ago in just coining this term that all you're really doing is you're just looking for items that are news items that are starting to break or starting to trend, where journalists are scrambling to try to put content together. And journalists are like, I'm not an expert in this thing, so I need some help with this. Uh, so if you can help them out, you're going to be fine. And so even if you do do a proactive outreach or pitch uh, to your existing network of journalists, uh, I would stick with things that you know that they're already going to be working on. So, for example, we have one client that, um, you know, they, they're they all about helping uh, baby boomers with their retirements and uh, Social Security and all that other stuff. And so she's an expert. And uh, Social Security, you know, there's been some announcements lately uh, that affect uh, baby boomers. And so she's been able to position herself in her local media market and She's getting terrific media as a result of that because she's just jumping on the opportunities. Uh, you don't want to pitch a, me- a journalist and have them respond with, oh, um, well, yeah, I guess we could do that story. You want them to respond with like, oh, thank gosh, you came along. Right. Because, uh, you know, I've been dying. To, like, I got to I'm on a deadline right now. And you're like, yep, I thought you might be. And that that's kind of the position you want to put yourself in. Do you approach the producer or you? Or do you? Well, a lot of people probably think, "Oh, I, I I know who's on TV every day. I'll email them." That they're not the person who decides the stories, right? Um, well, it's it's collaborative. Um, you know, mostly if, if you're talking about TV, yes, it's going to be a producer. Um, although uh, you can pitch the individual journalists as well. Um, producers are generally under the most pr- uh, pressure to get stories put together. Now, here's what I like to do. Um, you know, try to do a solid for a producer. Uh, just make yourself known, man. Go way overboard to make it all about them and making them look good. Do them a few solids. And then once you got once you have a great working relationship together, you're going to find that life is going to be pretty easy for you. 
absolutely. That's fantastic. So there are certainly advantages to sourcing this function out instead of trying to do it yourself. You could probably spend years trying to figure this out on your own. Well, right. I mean, you can do this work yourself and, and, you know, if you're just baby brand new and you don't have any budget, then, you know, obviously be really careful about that. I, I, you know, you got to focus on getting your revenue up so that you can outsource it. See, this is the, this is the thing why I'm such a big fan of, you know, building an amazing team is because you just get to do more stuff. You just get to have a much bigger impact in the world. You know, people will comment and say, oh my gosh, Josh, I can't believe you seem like you're everywhere. I'm like, that's the magic of having a team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Trust me, I'm not, you know, it's just like, you know, from how we do our podcast, for example. I mean, I've got a team that does that. You know, all I do is I just show up and I, and we do it. We actually do a daily podcast and, and that blows people's minds, but I'm like, nah, it's actually pretty easy for me. I just Mm do you know, three days, I do three episodes each day and it's not that hard. You know, it's just, it's 20 minutes. I can do that. Yeah. And I've been on your show and I had a great experience. It's called the thoughtful entrepreneur podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we're looking for guests. And so, uh, you know, if you know a business owner that's doing six figures or more in business, we would love to feature them. I love founder stories. I just feel like it is my birthright to celebrate uh, people who have grown uh, successful businesses so that others can be inspired by their stories. Absolutely. So how do you find guests? You use LinkedIn Navigator, don't you? Yeah, we're big fans of that. You know, guess I'll be honest, it really not that big of a problem. Um, you know, we have a pretty wide berth in terms of like who uh, will interview. Our big thing is like, listen, if you can talk about leadership and experience and wisdom and failures and, you know, kind of your rise to the top, that's kind of where we focus on. Not so much on like author speaker coaches that are kind of baby brand new in their stuff. Um, I appreciate that, but that there's enough shows for that. For me, you know, I, I want to hear, um, I want to hear their learnings. I want to hear what did they learn from just grinding it out? Because those, in my opinion, are some of the most valuable lessons that we can learn uh, is like, listen, I did this. I failed miserably. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> That's right. the kind of stuff that I love to share um, on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Absolutely. And I'll ask you this again at the end, but tell us how we can find you and learn more about you and, and everything that you're working on. Yeah. You know, everything that I talked about is at up my influence.com. And uh, in particular, like all of our podcasts, I've got all the subscription links, every, which make it really, really super easy. And and Brian, we give away, like I said, what other people charge thousands of dollars for. Uh, and in fact, you know, during, if you hurry, um, we actually took our $1,800 media influencer makeover program, and it's free right now. There's no credit cards, there's no tricks, there's no upgrades. And in fact, uh, I would encourage Every other business owner, every other marketer out there, find something that you had been selling, give it away for free, and don't you dare try and trick people with some kind of upsell on the back end uh, or, or, or oversell to that audience. Now is the time to be where we all need to just band together and help one another. If you will do that, people will remember that. But yeah, we, Brian, we were selling it for over $1,800. actually sold a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a life-changing program. Help you build a press kit, help you build a LinkedIn profile makeover, help you with your conversion rate, help you become a media celebrity. It's, I mean, I didn't, I just know that there's nothing to pitch because I don't make any money on this. So right. I, I don't mean to kind of talk about the features and benefits of it. Just go check it out. It's free. Yeah. 
Absolutely. We've got about five minutes or so till the end. I can't believe how quickly this is going. I'm going to ask you something I've been asking people a lot lately, and this is a fun question. What's your superpower? What do you think you do better than anyone else? You know, um, I'm absolutely an idea person. As a CEO, as a leader, uh, it's just I know that uh, I am here to teach, lead, and inspire people. That's why I'm here. And, and they're because of my experience. And I've just been doing this for a while. You know, this ain't my first rodeo. Uh, that's really super valuable. And also because I've interviewed and like you, Brian, like you're a smart dude. Like, and, and you've got, you know, part of your superpower is that you've just talked to so many enlightened leaders. And, and I'm telling you that there is just such a power that comes from taking an interest in other people. And when you truly love other people and you truly want to improve their life, like I just feel like there's this otherworldly thing that happens where, you know, I just like, I just get these you know, flashes inspiration or whatever. Uh, but there's nothing that, that jazzes me more than anything, uh, in, in that is, uh, you know, hearing somebody's business of what's going on and me being able to very quickly solve their problem, have them get that light bulb moment. And then they're like, Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. that's it. Voila. Like that right there. That's a, that's my greatest day ever when I can experience those. Fantastic. What is the most influential book you've ever read? Uh, boy, there's a couple of them. I'm going to, oh, if you, you can't force me to pick one. Uh, but I, I, I would say Ayn Rand Atlas shrugged. Uh, and the reason why, uh, it's, it's over a thousand pages long. Now would be a great time to read it. <laughs> Cause if you got some time, uh, cause it is quite a tome, uh, and it's a fiction book and you're going to read the first 200 some pages and you'd be like, what, what the heck's going on here? Right. And it's a good story and all, but yeah, it's, it's all about uh, grit and it's, it's all about not depending on other people uh, to bail you out. And uh, it's, it's about not blaming other people, but it's about if, if I'm going to create success, I am going to create it. Fantastic. And the question I ask everyone at the end, Josh, who inspires and motivates you? Well, I would say, you know, Abraham Lincoln is, you know, I shared that quote at the uh, the beginning of the show, uh, just because, you know, when you look at someone who brought a team of rivals together and was so vilified and was so demonized, but yet, you know, truly by leaps and bounds, and I'll go to, I'll go to toe to toe and debate this, uh, absolutely our best president of all time. Fantastic. And, uh, you know, that man inspires me because I'll be honest, I'm not as good in dealing with criticism as he is. So mm-hmm. uh, he absolutely inspires me. Fantastic. And one more time, how can we find you? How can we vibe with you and try with you? Yeah, yeah. Up my influence dot com and all of our social links in the bottom lower left hand corner we got i have got hundreds of hours of free videos on our youtube channel and and podcasts and and i'm i'm really big on this you can come and study and learn with me and i probably you can lurk and hang out with me for years and uh maybe someday down the road we'll get you to six figures have you on the show and we could do some awesome work together awesome josh ellich thank you so much for being a terrific guest it was an honor and a privilege to have you here thank you brian And thanks all of you to listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview another world-class achiever, learn what they accomplished, what they overcame, and the lessons we can learn along the way. Until next week, take care, everyone. Goodbye.
thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.